underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! Beyond. Nah. <laughs> no, not oh, wow. No, beyond? Beyond, beyond. Exactly. I'll tell you, there's few podcasts I want to get through as fast as I want to get through this podcast, Colin. Well, too bad. Ryan, it's yeah. a half day here at IGN. Yes. We got Friday off yeah. for whatever non uh, secular holiday is right. coming up. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. They brainwash yes. us. But more importantly, Colin and I are going to go home and we're going to watch American Pie 1, 2, and American Pie Wedding back to back to back. To get geared up for going to see American Pie reunion tomorrow at <laughs> noon. Welcome to our world. Friends. You guys got a busy schedule. Oh my ahead. god, it's gonna be so good. Look for the American Pie podcast next week. Oh, we should actually man. do that. We should do that. Actually. Okay. I was thinking we should record a video after each movie, recollecting our thoughts about. Okay. We about, can do that and put it on YouTube. All right, we can do that. Sure. Game over, Greggy, on YouTube for that. So, everybody. Weren't there other American Pie movies, or were those like? Yeah, the but those main weren't ones? canon. Those weren't okay. canon. Like American Pie Presents. That's and that's a straight to DVD. That doesn't matter. It's about Stifler's brother, Stifler's cousin, and then Jim's dad's in it. Right. We, I, I was explaining this on the way in today to Justin that it's got to be about Jim and Michelle or something. It's got to be about the kids that we care about. Not right. not 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 just Naked Mile or whatever. All Finch about. and Stifler. There you go. Stifler's mom and Tara Reed's Tara sexy Reed. character. Well, that was that was. Yeah, we'll see how she panned out in this latest <laughs> one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podcast Beyond, the uh, number one uh, PlayStation, PlayStation podcast. This is episode two hundred thirty-four. Also, the, also um, the number one, the number one uh, American Pie, uh, American, American Pie podcast, and hypothetical abortion, abortion podcast. podcast. <laughs> That's right. Too. We we have many titles here. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hello. And uh, what's his face? He only does everything. Call more No, just watch his face. Good old Today we got a big show for you. We got the <laughs> we got the rope report as usual. We got some topic of the week, probably reader mail, and then we have an interview that I always forget to talk about, so I'm not forgetting right now with the two losers, the two final losers of the Tester season three. If you didn't watch the episode yet, I won't ruin it here. But I'll probably forget to intro it in the real show. So now, just out of curiosity, does that mean that people will already know who the winner is automatically? Yes, people if already you know right now. Yeah. If oh yeah. Oh yeah. The show's show is up and live. Right. But what was happening before early on is that I would say it, and people would get pissed off because they right. were going to watch it, it over the weekend or something like that. Okay. Got it. All right. Good. I need to trim my nails. Do you? Yeah, just a little bit. They're I feel still like a little too long. We've covered your nails now in American Pie. I feel like we've covered all this week's news. All right, let's, but just for the hell of it, yeah. Let's let's kick the show off with what is forever will be always shall <laughs> carved in stone and dragon speak the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. I was hoping you would try a dragon speak version of your. I didn't, see. I didn't play Skyrim long enough to memorize the thing, and I never use my roar. I don't like special abilities in those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amalur, you see me play Amalur. It's all about sword and arrows. Amalur, Amalur, Amalur. Actually, you're gonna love this show, everybody, or at least you two in the room. We got some Amalur questions this week. Nice. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah, yeah buddy. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I? Uh, before I get into this, by the way, I have a question. Sixteen items on the roar report this week. Uh, it's a stoozy. Uh, Clint, did you want to talk about your thing? Yeah, oh. I mean it's 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 out there now. I had a nice little blog about it. Short but brief. Short, Short but, but brief. brief. You know. <laughs> Go back to bed. I, I would love to read this, but it, it's so short. Don't worry, it's brief. Oh, all right. Wow. Oh man. So the uh, the to to sum, to summarize, I am no longer officially on the PlayStation team, though I would like to consider myself still a member of the Beyond family. Uh, I 
had a promotion at IGN, so I'm just doing a sort of different job now, and I'm not going to be covering PlayStation in the way that I usually did. Colin was rubbing his, his stomach a little bit there. Sensually, you would. There wasn't much sensuality. No? Um, <laughs> I it was pretty sensual. So uh, it's it's a little difficult to explain, but basically, I'm just a, a coordinator, and I help manage uh, the teams. And I'm not managing people, but I'm just helping people uh, work together. And uh, also, you're keeping track of reviews and previews and what's going up on the site, when it's going on the site. Uh, E3, GDC, PAXs, what are we covering, when are we covering, who's going, what's happening. Right, except I just barely started. Exactly. Vital but, role that you're slowly easing into. Yes, but it's it's going well so far, and I am I, I am enjoying doing something new. But Good. unfortunately, the, the big sacrifice, as I say in my blog, that uh, I had to give up a lot of the creative parts that we all love here in the room, and, you know, obviously I don't really have time to do those now. But, you know, not to say I can't, just, you know, I'll have to find time once I get settled in. So basically you're saying this is your final podcast beyond? No, actually, I'm not. It was pretty. That. I, I think that's what we're. It was a good at. run. Yeah, it was a. Re- it was a really good one. It was at it actually right on this episode. It was 230 episodes ago. That oh I started. my gosh! Everybody go laughing this episode. I'm for obviously me. still hosting. Uh, you know, I'm just not on the PlayStation team officially. Yeah, you, like you said, you're still part of the family. Yeah, you're like it's. Like, you've been here, you know, two hundred some episodes. You're like, uh, you know, a mom of a four year old who just all of a sudden up and leaves. You're just like, I'm done. I've had enough with this kid in the married life. I'm gonna just bail, and then you now we I have to now I have to go to two Thanksgivings. I have to go to your Thanksgiving and Colin's Thanksgiving, and it right. really sucks. Except I'd so like thanks, to, mom. I'd like to think I didn't abandon my child. <laughs> yeah. I've abandoned my boy, <laughs> but you kind of did. Uh, all right. <laughs> Colin's still a little upset about it, but no, I we like giving we like giving Ryan hard time. We're not upset about like it. All I know. Time. This is a good thing. Uh, of course, uh, this is the reason why Wheels of Destruction wasn't reviewed this week. By the way, is because we don't have the bandwidth no, anymore. Wheel, because... Wheels of Destruction just didn't look. Uh, that no, good. I know. I just want to blame it, it. No, it's something we talk about this all the time. The conversational podcast, IGN listeners, you, we, you've seen it. We've talked about it before. It, it, once in a while, we're, we're experimenting with how to give you the best content and the content you want. And so we're trying not to just hey, you, no matter what, we're going to review every game on the PSN. So these games we put on, we try, and it's like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, we got to try to weigh what value this is going to give you versus what would be putting off. Colin's been working on a million features this week that are all awesome and doing really well. And, like, that, you know, the PS4 stuff, the interview with Jack Buser, uh, you have an exclusives article going up today about, you know, the top 20 exclusive, or the 20 exclusive games to PSN this week or whatever, or year. This week. Imagine this there were week. 20 exclusives this week. <laughs> it, that sounds like a Sony marketing <laughs> campaign, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah, hey, all these it. are out, and nobody cares. Big deal. Blah. No, so anyways, the yeah, Weasel of Destruction we looked at wasn't that great. In the same vein, I looked at a Supremacy MMA on the Vita. You don't need to play that, so don't worry. There was, and it's not like I was. It's not like it's a four or anything. It's just like, yeah. really, you were gonna? Okay, no, you weren't gonna do that. Similar to Ben Ten Galactic Racing, which we didn't. I know you're desperate Vita. to play something on your Vita, but you're just gonna have to wait. Dude, I'm dying for something to play on that Vita, and I love my Vita. And I and this is one of those things. I started writing an editorial about this, about, and I asked people in the office outside of the PlayStation team at the time before Ryan left us with our baby spoons. Um, you know, are you like Charles? Do you regret buying a Vita? Anthony, all these other people who aren't, you know, in the in the shit as they say, we're not in the PlayStation war like you and I are. And uh, all of them wrote back, no, it's not totally. I don't, I, totally, I don't regret it at all. Still love it. I'm still playing it. And so then it kind of it struck me as one of those, oh, first world problems kind of thing. You know what I mean? Of like, you and me just played every launch game because we needed to. So I was like, well, yeah, now I'm true. bored. I just have nothing left to play. Now, now I'm bored. <laughs> A normal human being didn't play everything. Or I was like, oh, okay. That's true. Plus we had them for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I love you guys. This is a good show already. Love you too. Love you too, let's just, let's just wrap it up. Okay. Go out on a high note. Yeah. It's like George. <laughs> yeah, Costanza. Uh, a lot of people, though, that I had, by the way, just some fantastic comments both on the blog and on Twitter from uh, from all the Beyond fans and IGN fans in general. It was really great to see. Uh, but I certainly would not want to give up on the podcast since it's been part of my life here at IGN. And 
especially considering my friendship with you guys. So. I think it's now you you just moved to the Batgirl role on the old Batman or Robin TV show, mm-hmm. where the credits would roll, and you'd wait for it and wait for it and wait for it. And then if you saw at the very end of the credits, the Bat- Batgirl ride across in her Bat Cycle, you knew Batgirl was in the episode. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's deep. Batgirl is <laughs> so hot. I, was she? Oh, my God. Doesn't didn't didn't her legs get broken or she like is paralyzed? Oh, well, you're talking about the comic character. I was talking about Yvonne Craig or whatever right. in the show. But yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the show she got or in the comic she got paralyzed. The for a things long time. you learn from but Batman then, Arkham City. Then they rebooted the universe and now she can walk again. Uh, good. Well, that's great. They, they rebooted the whole universe. Yeah, the new Fifty Two. We've talked about <laughs> it in the show if before. You could just oh, reboot we have the actually. universe. I, wanna, I think about it all the time. Uh, the universe apparently might have rebooted this. You know, the, the the universe. You know, the Big Bang might have. You know, is expanding. But but there's some suggestion that maybe it contracts and expands. In which right. case it reboots. So could you okay. now? Yeah, yeah. Wrap your you wrap your little fucking mind around this. Mm. That w- our entire fucking universe is just one in like maybe a billion cycles. It could be. Yeah. Well, that's like string theory, though, isn't it? Men in Black did this too. I'm I'm used to it. So here, so here's the weird thing, though. Here's the weird thing about the contracting universe because the universe expands presumably at the speed of light, and time goes, you know. You know, as it's going right now, it's going in the fabric, the fourth dimension, or whatever. Unless you're at the event horizon or something, in which case, time is obviously fucked up. But does time therefore go in reverse if the universe was to contract? Well, it's just something to think about. Hmm. Think about that. I don't know if we have. What I'm does that sure. even mean? Like all these, these are the questions. I, these are the things I all watch. All these questions <laughs> get proposed. <laughs> like, what, what does that even mean? I I, I would love. I can't wait for all the emails we're gonna get from like astrophysicist students and whatnot. How, saying, how, we always call wonder. Call yeah, we always talk about how, who's the most famous person. Listen, what if it was Stephen Hawking? He that just would be awesome. Responded back. He's like, don't ever talk about physics. You you embarrass me. But real, real quick about, about Clements. Uh, yeah, obviously we're very happy for him. I want to clarify because I saw some tweets and stuff like that. We're not filling Clements' position. So it's going to be me and Greg on the PlayStation team now. Yeah. Um, so there's not going to be any new person here. We just got to figure out ways to, like Greg was saying, more smartly cover things. I, I think we give you guys a lot of content as it is. but Yeah, no, we do. We're going to keep doing that. Yeah, That's yeah. not the question. It's just the question of... This like especially when we're talking about PSN games. No offense, Sony. N- the PSN games don't sell, right? So there's already a limited interest in anything we put up. Yeah, we will we will get to some of them. Like the Torah, I will review. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get me but wrong. Not, but the games that are really interesting that we need to be reviewed need to be reviewed. Price and is especially right. the games that are really bad. I'm working on the I'm alive review for you. <laughs> don't worry about it. Price is right. <laughs> decades coming. came out this week. Price is right. Decades is not getting reviewed. I want to really review it, but we can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Do it. These are in no order at all. No particular place. In fact, none of this stuff might have ever even happened. Okay. Uh, Is that because time's rewinding or whatever? Yeah. Ooh, Man, going I'm back into my... That. See, it, it, if, if time was reversing, <laughs> if time was reversing, you would die by going back into your mother's womb. I don't think... Think about that! No, I see, don't that's think not how it works. <laughs> when the universe starts to contract, I don't think suddenly we'll go back in time. Exactly. I just think that maybe somehow reality will distort. Mm. But it won't... It's not like we'll be traveling back through time. You guys are a bunch of idiots. Well, as far as I understand it, going back in time is, is most physicists think is impossible. Going forward in time is, is easily possible if right. you can go fast enough. Right. So which, we'll, is, which is also, again, wild. Really but it's really not it. going back. It's, it's not really, really It's not really traveling in time as much as it's time dilation. Yeah, like you're, you're going you're, – you're in your own time and the world and the universe around you is, is, is going – Yeah faster right or no slower well no it's going faster because if you're going if you're going you can't go technically as fast as a photon so you say you're going as fast as the speed of light but like minus whatever right and then so time is really 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 slow 
and, but time is going normally on Earth, but you're going at these great distances. When you come back to Earth, all this time had passed. But for you, no time had passed. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually versed in this one because yeah. in the new 52, the Flash is discovering this problem. That when he runs, he's pulling things into – he's creating wormholes. If he, <laughs> and if he exerts more than 80%, that's, like the, that's his event horizon mm. where everything goes the hell around him. And like in the, issue, the latest issue that I'm, I just read on the train here, this ship splits in half. And he saves the first part of the ship. And the second part falls, but then and it looks like his girlfriend dies, or it would be at least horribly mangled. But as that's happening, he's getting told that he's using too much power. So I'm guessing that's how he'll get out of that. Interesting. But I don't understand why Captain Col- or Killer Frost has all these powers yet. This reminds Captain Killer Frost. No, no, no. I, I combined it a couple characters there. All right, okay. no, this reminds me of an old thought exercise about two leaders on a train that are signing a peace treaty and the train is going in a certain direction and there's a they don't neither of them want to sign it first they want to sign it at the same time so they talk about put someone will put the light on and when the light goes on they sign it immediately but the dude that's facing towards i guess the train go in the direction it's going is afraid that he'll actually sign it sooner because the light is reaching the dude closest to where the train is going technically first than the other guy something else to think about ryan Mm. take that to your fucking bed and sleep on it because it's fucking deep I love I love stuff like this. I, my room, one of my roommates and I were just talking this morning about how why have there been no alien races just to arrive on planet Earth yet? In the, the same gra- reason we haven't gone in anywhere. the grandness of the universe. I'm sure. Think about think about Money. this. In in the last 100 years, uh-huh. have we not exponentially inv- advanced yes, our culture? We have. we have. So imagine maybe 100 years in the future, we we will have access to really powerful technology. Maybe sure. even oh, yeah, space travel. Re- yeah. Easy space travel, right? Sure. So. May, uh, Sir this, Richard Branson. A, a, a drop of a drop in time, a hundred years, is nothing in the vastness of the universe, right? So, like a, a, a civilization that started at around the same time as ours, maybe even a hundred years earlier, might already be like on their way here, you know, to chill. Mm, yeah. Well, so all I'm saying is, is that I mean, I, it blows th- my mind that we haven't actually nothing. No ship has just gotten here yet. In a hundred years, I think you're still talking about we're going to be like struggling to get past Mars. Yeah, into so planets. Too. So I that's so that's that's the thing. We already know but that uh, everything. Years. You look out at Pluto, not even a planet anymore. It's just a Th- thousand lump years. of shit. Well, that's where the mass relay is. Ten thousand years. I'm just saying, like you no, know, you're right. No, you're absolutely. These right. amounts of time are nothing compared to how old the universe is. So, well, people. So some people suggest that if there were so many alien races and stuff like that, that like why, you know, actually Carl Sagan used to say, if people could time travel, then why haven't we been visited by anyone from another time? And if there are so many alien races, then why haven't we been visited? But we have to consider that. We're a small planet. We've only been putting out radio waves for like what seventy-five years. So only seventy-five light years away could even really know that we're here and to come to us or whatever. I mean, that's kind of what contact was about. So, you know, what's the closest star Vega or something four light years away? So it would take four years for anything that we do for them to even know that was there. That's why they send back like the 1934 Berlin Olympics to let them know that they received us or whatever. I love this kind of ship. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's interesting. Let's just talk, should we talk about, about this. Should we talk about time. video games? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about yeah. Video we've games. already lost most people by now. I'm, a, I'm. Don't almost... worry, the tester interviews are still coming, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one, uh, the Ghost Recon Future Soldier beta now has a date on PlayStation Three. It will run from April nineteenth until May third and feature up to twelve players on a map using three classes and featuring two modes. Beta codes for PSN in particular can only be acquired by PlayStation Plus members. Snore. For, that's, for that's us, the people, game, care, people care about that's the game. game we saw at E3, last E3, right? Yeah. That thing was not looking good. It was at the good. Xbox conference. It was not looking good. 
right? What was it? I don't what, know. What I saw it. Something? I remember seeing it at, at the Ubisoft event. They had oh, multiplayer running, and people were running around in T poses, and it was all after them. <laughs> I remember they were using Kinect, and I was like, oh, great. Oh, no. Uh, number two, Skyrim has received patch version 1.5, which adds a cinematic kill camera a la Fallout 3. New kill mo- moves and more. Additionally, Bethesda has released interesting data surrounding Skyrim. Hmm. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting stuff. All okay, well, we, you said it's interesting three things. times, yeah, so let's see if it really It's really is. very interesting. <laughs> is this short or brief? Both. It's a brief, it's the, a short, brief block. The average Skyrim playtime is a staggering 85 hours. Thanks. And over 30% of those who have played the game have put more than 100 hours into it. Jeez. That's cool. That's fucking crazy. That's awesome. That's engagement. That's engagement. I think, I don't, I can't imagine a game that has better engagement than that. Maybe Heavy Rain actually had pretty good engagement too. Uh, number three, Mass Effect 3 is receiving an amended ending. The Mass Effect 3 extended cut DLC will be free for anyone who plays the game until April of 2014 and will be available on all applicable platforms. The DLC will feature new cinematics and epilogue scenes that will expand upon the game's ending. I have nothing more to say about that. I don't know if you guys do. Uh, it's one of those things that uh, people, like, this one up today, the news story, and like, oh man, you know, the people who were pissed off got what they wanted. And it's still to me like, did they? Like, I don't, I mean, I, we don't know what the content is, but it seems like as long as it takes to make a video game, you wouldn't have just. They wouldn't be like, oh, wait, people are pissed. Well, what do we do about it? And you debate for two weeks, and then you're like, all right, we'll make these things, and we'll have them out by summer. That's what kind of strikes me as they, this is already in the plans. Could be. Uh, number four, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning is getting new DLC. Amalur. Amalur. It's called Teeth of Narrows, and will come packing a new city, new dungeons, a new race, and more than 20 new quests. It will be available on PSN on April 17th. It costs 10 bucks. Brian oh. from Syracuse, New York, writes in uh, to beyond at IGN.com. Oh, Syracuse. Just like you can. I know that place. Mm-hmm. He says, Colin, mm. I recently purchased Reckoning. Mm. I'm about 75 hours into my first playthrough and growing tired of the sw- I'm growing tired of swinging the camera around. Aside from that, I feel it is a fantastic game. An isometric view, however, would help keep you aware of the enemies behind you without constantly looking at your map or messing up with the camera and make combat feel even more fluid. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think a different camera angle would have made the game better than its current form? No, I mean, I disagree. I don't think an isometric camera would help that game at all. Uh, the uh, Now, what about the option for an isometric camera? Yeah, I guess, but I mean, part of part of being in an open world is controlling the camera. I mean, I, I, I can't think of too many games where you can't just, you know... I can't think of too many open world games that don't have a ca- that third, per- third person that don't have cameras... Much like Amalur did. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is when I played Amalur, I, that was not a problem I had. I it, it annoys I me. I, I'm annoyed with the camera at times, but not to like an anger level or anything. It's just like <laughs> I'll be I'll be taking <laughs> kick Portillo across the room. But it is one of those things where I feel like I am swinging it more. I, it's more noticeable that I'm taking care of it. But you're right, like Infamous and stuff, right? Like in even Skyrim and stuff like that. Like I don't think about the camera, whereas this one I, I find myself like, oh, yes, I got to swing or what's somebody's behind me. Fuck. And I got to turn on. See, I don't know, because uh, usually doesn't the camera kind of give you a wider view once you engage in battle? Like it'll pull back a little bit, give you a better i mean that's what i've what, that's what i've noticed uh, yeah i don't really remember it yeah i mean to me i i actually thought it was really natural and when enemies get behind you uh, i mean not to say that it might not be annoying but that's sort of part of combat like you humans have blind spots and part of strategy is to keep them out of your blind spots so i i proposed to the beyond listener that wrote in you're doing it wrong oh well, humans okay. don't have electricity based power, superpowers that's though, true so also he wasn't go. doing it wrong it's totally uh you know appropriate concern luke lore writes into beyond that's not a real another name. it is another amalur thing he says hey guys in the last episode greg mentioned how he was enjoying kingdoms of amalur reckoning i found myself loving this game but i'm not traditionally an rpg fan i was curious if you might expand on why he enjoys kingdoms of amalur mm. and what he'd like to see happen with the series in the future thank you for your time great laughs along the way 
Oh, Luke. And I had a question for you as well. What's that? No, no. Oh, you I want, want, I want me to answer like, Luke first? Yeah, answer Luke that's, first. That's polite. Yeah. Let the guests speak. Yes, so. of course. Um, Luke, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I love the gameplay of uh, Amala Reckoning. That, and that's one of the... It's. I can't think of the last game that I enjoyed just playing like I enjoy Kingdoms of Amala Reckoning. And I'm sure they've existed. I'm just saying I can't remember. It's like one of those things where Colin will see me. I come home, and I put it on. And then usually what I do is mute the TV and I put on a podcast of some kind and sit there and listen to that while I run around questing. And it's one of those things I skip through all the conversations and I get to the end and I just see what's going on. I'm like, okay. Because it's always like, I'll help you. I won't help you. And then I go off and I kill a bunch of things and I get a bunch of loot and I come back and sell the loot and then I get better armor and I do this, I do that and the other. So for me, it's the fact that it's a blast to play. Like it's just fun. I, I want to engage everything I see so I can beat it in combat so i can use my superpowers so i can do all this cool crazy crap so that i can keep upgrading my arrows get my finesse score through the roof stuff like that and like you're gonna play so much diablo 3 yeah 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 and that's the thing like i just i really dig that uh if for future installments like i'd like i mean for me yeah we've talked about this i've beaten this horse to death a few times about how i'm not a big fantasy gamer and so something about the the cutscenes i think are stiff and they just don't engage me and like so and i'm just the story in general i'm just not super into like i was like uh, yesterday i i I stumbled accidentally while looking for more backpacks into a story mission and it was like oh yeah okay forget the i'm back from the dead or whatever i I don't even think about that you know what i mean i'm just taylor swift and i'm just fucking shit up and getting cool crap that's what i want to do so i just enjoy the game it's really fun uh like we were talking about last night colin about how the gem system is totally like uh, confusing or whatever and like i don't i don't want to learn how to use it it should be way more i think just hey here's what happens and trade this crap in and do that but yeah i mean i like the, i like stage craft actually in the game yeah. you just have to learn how to how to play with it it's actually that, that's what i was trying to tell you we're just like making gems without you looking at them like you have to figure out what gems do what because you can get super powerful augments that like regenerate like 10 health a second and shit that's like, cool that but are... it's like one of those things where i don't want to, i'm not a i'm not a big fan of reading a wiki while i play a game i just want to go in that world and, that's, and live but that's what i was saying that i played the game before it came out so i didn't have that luxury and i figured all that shit out by myself seeing that but that, yeah. i think that speaks to the game yeah. it speaks it's just it's it speaks to how the game is and how skyrim is too that you know i can totally ignore that crap i don't care about the mysticism angle of it the only reason i have the powers I have is because I need to fill in those skill trees, so I get my might to 35, so I can then get to the 35 level power. I, or you know, like augment to my. I'm, I like hitting things with my sword. I like using my arrows. I like use my shield. I don't really care about being mystical and magical. Yeah. I'd rather have more potions cool. in my backpack than anything. I well, love that you were just looking for backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told him that you can get backpacks. He didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, I hate trading this crap, and he's like, Oh, you can get backpacks. Another thing. How the hell would I know that? You know, like, oh, okay, cool. Just look around, man. Read. Look around. No, no thanks. Play the game. What was the question you wanted? Uh, hmm. Okay, we'll when, come back it'll strike to you. Yeah, I'll come back to it. All right, number five. Does PlayStation 3's rumored title fight have a new name? According to a screenshot acquired by PlayStation Lifestyle, the answer is yes. The website was tipped off by a reader who took a picture of a survey the reader was given in which she was asked about the name PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. We reached out to Sony for a confirmation, though they refused to clarify for us. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, just like our friend Yair Donin from Israel did, who he says in parentheses, not Scuba Owl, but again, a good question. Why would Sony change the title of the game? The previous name was simple and clever, while the new alleged name is long and cumbersome. They did the same thing with Warrior's Lair. Why ruin a good thing will they never learn? Why ruin like an onion <laughs> yeah ear is an onion from israel man you peel his skin back and it gets really smelly uh, uh the two different things ruin was not ruin is an awesome name but they sony was having trademark problems with with yeah. the name but which is why they had to change it the uh title fight was never the game still has not been officially announced 
I think it's pretty obvious that it exists. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's never it's never been announced. Um, so title fight might have never been the name of the game ever. That might be the internal code name. Kind of like kind of like Orbis. Yeah, Orbis. Chronicle Orbis, which obviously PlayStation 4 would not be called Orbis. Orbis. Uh, I agree with you that PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale is a terrible name. Uh, I think PlayStation Title Fight or PlayStation Battle Royale would have been better names. But the All-Stars is is unnecessary. Sounds totally. Nintendo-ish also. Yeah, it me. does. Nintendo and Sega use those things all the time. Like PlayStation Title Fight. Sega ain't awesome. doing much anything anymore. No, nah, they're not. We'll get to that. So anyway, any thoughts on that? Teaser. No, I totally, I totally agree that I think Title Fight was a better one or any of the ones you just pitched. I, I don't like this new alleged name, which is probably real whatever also how about this how about the balls on this kid hey here's an nda sign it great now take the survey okay click yeah he, <laughs> yeah it's clearly a screenshot from someone that was testing the game or like in a in a control group or yeah, whatever. Control. Not, you know what I mean. yeah well that, that is what it is uh number six way of the samurai for the strange third person action game from developer acquires coming to the west by way of publisher looks XC. terrible it's a playstation 3 exclusive no official pricing or release date information has yet been revealed though the game will be available only as an outlet and it looks bad it does. The, the screenshot I have in the, in the is is amazing. Just look at look at for the story about Way of the Samurai Four on IGN. Look at the screenshot I put in there. It's fucking awful. I can't wait to see that. Uh, but people love those games. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I was reading the PlayStation blog, and there was an unusual amount of people posting on that. It was probably just Jeff Rubenstein and all his alt accounts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and acquire man, what the hell happened to those guys? I mean, I keep talking about that over and over again. What happened to that studio? God only knows. God only knows. But they are supporting the Vita very heavily. Uh, number seven, a new Double Dragon is on the way. Better yet, to trust the developer way forward is the studio working on it. The game is called Double Dragon Neon and brings back the characters Billy and Jimmy. It will be released on the PSN and XBLA this July. I'm actually quite excited about it. Really? Though, yeah, it doesn't look very good. but All right. I mean, the, the, you guys think the game looks... Like I read a, the it preview. It doesn't look like a way I, forward I, game. I, yeah, no, that's for sure. I read the preview and didn't click on any videos. I was just like, okay, I wanted the... Just, I'm not a big Double Dragon fan. I had it on. I had it on the Master System. Felt like I got my fill. The Master System. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I love Double Dragon on NES, uh, but I'm just confused about the way the game looks. Way Forward is known for like these beautiful aesthetics, and that game just doesn't look like one of their games. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I they mean, did great at, Contra at, ones. Yeah, Contra and Blood Rain. Look at Blood Rain, man. Jesus, that game was beautiful. Uh, number eight. Sony has launched Amazon Instant Video on PlayStation 3, and it's totally awesome. Oh, yeah. Now, those who purchase or rent videos from Amazon can watch them in all their HD big screen glory on their PS3s. Prime members will also have their perks carried over as well, including what is, in essence, a catalog of free movies and TV shows that adds a rival to Netflix on PSN. Very exciting. I've been using it. I'm happy. Uh, I've noticed that I watched that uh, Steve Jobs documentary the other day, mm -hmm. and in the middle of it, it stopped. It was like, wait, your bandwidth changed, and do you want to try to keep going in HD or lower your quality and stuff? That kind of sucked, but... I've never had that with Netflix, but it, well, Netflix I said, does drop the quality though without asking you. True, yeah. that's true, but it just makes the choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one I drop the quality. You fine. have the choice. I don't think the library yet for Prime members is as expansive as Netflix because it's one of those things where I probably cancel Netflix eventually because this is just yeah. The, we were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you really need both? Yeah. I don't even watch Netflix that much anymore because I burn through everything so quickly and then I'm like waiting for like new shit. That's the most exciting thing about this is that you can like you know I have that video up about Sons of Anarchy and stuff like right where I burn through all the free seasons on Netflix or whatever I, I free in quotes mm. and those season those three seasons are free on uh, Amazon Instant Watch as well and then on top of that from Instant Watch as soon as I'm done I could download season four you know what I mean which I can't do on Netflix and what I did what so what I did with Netflix is I watched all three seasons downloaded the PSN version for forty two dollars which I felt was a little pricey but I wanted to support the show. But on Amazon, I could have downloaded that same season for 20 bucks. So, like, damn. Yeah, that sucks. A week too late for me. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's exciting. That, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. There. that's a big deal. I mean, and, and by the way, I talked to... Uh, uh, Jack Buser. Yeah, Jack Buser about 
you know, about Amazon and stuff. Everyone's asking, and I, I, I thought I made it clear in my article, but I did ask him about HBO Go. I did ask him about Xfinity and all those things. They will not talk to me about it. So, uh, but he does say that if you, you know, talk to Sony and let them know what you want. And I told him right off the bat, uh, they want HBO Go. And so. if, you, if you want, I mean, you know, comment on our article for sure, read the article. But remember that if you want to voice your opinion on what Sony should be doing, go to the PlayStation blog share. I think it's PlayStationBlog.share. You go to the PlayStation blog, there's a little button about sharing. You click on that, and then there's a list of ideas people submit, and you can thumbs up or thumbs down an idea. That's yeah, what and, Jack tweeted out the other day that they're looking at. And, well, yeah, and, and, and I, I understand people's frustration with that because people, a lot of people have been like, we do that on the, on the share thing, and no one reads and no one yeah. cares. And I'm, I'm like, I can't really disagree with you because like there's like 10 things on there that have been there for fucking ever. We did an article about it, the yeah. 10 best ideas on there or whatever. It's like, change your, I should, like how yeah, hard yeah. is it to change your PSN name? Like That's still one of the things where I'm like, I can't believe just charge someone 10 bucks. You, can, you know how much money they would make? People have been stuck with these names for five years, six years, and want to change them. Like Jesus Christ! You think that that would be like the fir- honestly the first thing that they would do, and it's probably and as far as I understand, Jack's could, a smart dude. He will, he'll 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 do some things about. And and uh, as far as I understand, you can already do it in Japan. So I don't. It's not like it's not a, not a thing that you can't do. Yeah. Uh. So we'll see. Number nine, the much anticipated PSN Vita crossplay game Warriors Lair, previously known as Ruin, has lost its developers. Sony has confirmed to IGN that its original developer Idle Minds has been removed from the project amidst rumored massive layoffs at the developer. Um, and we don't, by the way, I haven't talked to anyone at Idle Minds, but the, there's rumors going around that Idle Minds is basically finished. Whether or not that's true or not, we're, we're going to still try to figure out. Uh, so what have they done in the past, Colin? Uh, the big game that P- PlayStation fans would know is Pain, which yeah. was at one point the biggest PSN game. Uh, Sony San Diego is finishing the game internally, and Sony has assured us that the game is still indeed coming out. Omi writes into beyond.ign.com, says, what does losing Idle Minds mean for the development of Warriors Lair? What do you suspect is the reason for such a decision? Is there a silver lining to the situation? Uh, the silver lining is that the game's still coming out. And, and the Santa game, Monica's working on it. San Diego. To- I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. San Diego. Still, Which is still a good super studio. competent studio that we know do. Um, it says it makes me nervous. Though. Y- yeah, yeah, it me sucks. Too. You don't have the people whose vision it was on it or whatever, right? That yeah. were like championing it and doing it. I mean, it, I don't know. Warriors Layer is one of those things where what's always impressed us, right, is Diablo style gameplay, uh, cross play, and running through and killing stuff. And then, for some reason, they would say, now let's go to your lair. And I'd look at this thing, and they'd be like, and you're going to build these things, and then other people are going to attack your lair, and you're going to get things. For-. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just want to go kill shit on my PS3, bring it to the Vita, get some trophies. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I think that's what killed it, personally. Yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that functionality is ripped out of the game when we get the game. I was, I actually agree. I mean, cause I remember Clements and I saw that in person, and... Uh... We we've all played the game and the game the game's really good. It's really good. It's fucking really good. Like that's that's the frustrating thing is that that game is awesome. And it was the, I've been reading so much shit about like just on forums and who knows like what's real and what's not. I mean, I've been really reading a, a great What's real and what's not. Well, because you know, you definitely people have inside information about Idle Minds. I mean, people talk very authoritatively about they know what's going on there. And the word is is that, you know, the and this is totally conjecture and totally rumor, but what I've been reading is that uh, the game was supposed to be a launch title and it's mm-hmm. super late. And Idle Minds prob- awesome probably title. ran out of money. And Sony's like, you know, it seems like Sony's new thing now because the rumors are also that, that, you know, Santa Monica is rumored to be finishing The Last Guardian. We don't know if that's true or not. But it just seems like what Sony's doing is being like, fuck all of this. You know, let's give these games to his studios that actually ship games and we'll finish them and get them out of here. I mean, that's the thing right now that this is what you and I keep saying, right? Is that we wish we had something big on the Vita. Like a great RPG or something ready to go. And imagine if Warriors Lair was a launch title and it was like Diablo and it was just loot based, run around, do all this stuff, whatever the hell your layer is. But we'd still be playing that. You'd still be playing that if it was good, right? Running, like just on the train for five minutes, pop it in, run around, kill stuff, collect gold. 
No, we don't have any. I, I love collecting gold. I Real quick, too, before we go on, Omi has one more part of his email. On another note, I have taken up a cause called Take Back Clements on Facebook. As a member of the Beyond Nation, I feel as though I am entitled to change Ryan Clements' decision to leave the PlayStation <laughs> team. So far, we have raised over $17 for charity. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, That's a lot of money, actually, for, for that very random uh, purpose. Thank you. Number 10. IGN can confirm that Zindigi Games, the studio behind Sports Champions and Medieval Moves Deadman's Quest, is working on its third PlayStation Move-centric title. Its name and release window is unknown, but Zindigi is again collaborating with Sony San Diego on the project. Uh, this was a Moriarty exclusive. Now, the... the exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, this was... I wrote this story after tease an interview I did with Christian Phillips, who is the head of Sony San Diego Studios, which will go up next week now, I think. I, I'm just running out of time. Yeah, well, uh, we have a short week. But that's, that, that interview is exclusive as well, and that's a fascinating interview. Clements was there. Yeah, uh, that, was, that guy was really cool. Yeah, he, we talk a lot about... Uh, the show, so if you're in the sports games as well. But one of the most fascinating things he talks about is uh, Sony's attempt to get NFL exclusivity um, when they were kind of jockeying for it in 2004, and Can that story is fascinating. if that would have happened? Uh, I, I also, one of my favorite moments from that trip is when Colin and I went to the hotel uh, restaurant really late at night and got an outrageously disgusting dinner, yeah, like, also, in the best way, like, really fried. Quesadillas and mozzarella sticks and fucking, burgers. Yeah, and, like, burger fries, like, every possible yeah. gross food, oh, you tons of seen sauce. What Colin and I were rocking last night. Uh, oh, oh tell me. Please Christ. tell me. All right, so you know, how, so you know how I enjoy Wing Wings. I, I know this. It's a restaurant. If you're not familiar with the San Francisco landscape, everyone listening to this podcast, it's in a place called Lower Hate, which is not super close to where any of us live. So they deliver Wing Wings, but they only drive, they ride their bikes. So they can't really deliver. So it has to be an excursion to go to Wing Wings. And so I tried to take my mom there, and I got there, and they were closed for unexpected reasons. And then me and Colin and Clements tried to go there on Tuesday, and it turns out they're closed every Tuesday. But we didn't know that until we got there, and they were closed. So I was all p- cranky. So cranky. And I tweeted. About, no, I didn't tweet the crank part of it. Just that, well, they're closed. Crap. Yeah. And so Wing Wings approached me and said, we will, we will make an exception and we will deliver to the sunset. And so me and Colin put in an obscene order for wings and uh, <laughs> gravy fries with extra gravy. And so they sent this giant bag of food to the sunset. And Colin loves these gravy fries that you have the fries and you put the gravy on, but he asked for extra gravy. So they gave him a thing of fries and then just two giant containers of gravy. <laughs> and I just poured them both on. He poured, he poured one entire container on it and ate those fries down to where it was just fries and then poured the second thing of gravy on it. And this is on top of them eating the chicken wings. Then they gave us some kind of bacon croissant. Oh. Oh my that god, was the packed bacon with bacon. <laughs> I, I, I said something like, why does this exist? Like, yeah, you were, yeah, you were mad was, for a second. I was like, why? Like, it was too good. You know, it was too fucking good. Yeah. I love wing wings, bruh. <laughs> bruh. So we were ha- very happy last night. And now oh, we man. get to eat pizza and watch American Pie. I know, we're just so. As soon as we had the food all set up on the table and we both. Without talking about it, we both stopped on our ride home and got a jug of soda because we were so <laughs> yeah, that's excited. That's weird, too. So we had two two liters of soda because we both great minds think alike. And we're like, well, we need – so we have the other Coke for the pizza now, though. Yeah. But we sat down and we, had all, we had all this wings and food and croissant bacon widges on there. And I just looked at Colin and I'm like, this is one of those times that I can't put into words how much I appreciate you as a friend. <laughs> that we were both so excited for all this food. Just like, I, we were so excited to eat. And then we both had, we finished it. And Mike Mitchell showed up late. The, the, the Mike Mitchell. The Mike Mitchell. He ate some too. And then we finished it. And then for a good hour, we all just laid on different couches and sat on the floor watching Dateline NBC. And then we watched Morrison. What was also funny is that we were out of paper towels, so I had to go get a whole thing of paper towels because <laughs> I knew we would need them. And then I got home and I walked in. I'm like, I can smell it. Yeah, it was. It had been delivered when the, I wasn't. I there. was like, oh crap, are we had a paper towels, and Colin's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, we are. He's like, well, we could just use bath towels. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I was just fucking, with like beach I was towel, fucking just... serious too. I was dead serious. And I also admitted that I did. I've done that before. So you guys are disgusting. Yeah, tell me about it. I, I, was, I was so fucking ashamed of myself. I really was. Like I like I don't because I'm getting you know my weight fluctuates and I don't eat healthy at all and I'm probably gonna die when I'm 35 and that's just the way it's gonna be. But uh, I was one of the, the one of the times I've I really truly felt shamed was when I looked at that empty fucking bucket of fries <laughs> and the two things two empty gravy. Things gravy. I, the, the, dude, the gravy fries must have ser- seriously been like th- three thousand calories <laughs> at least. And I just downed that shit like it was like it was my last meal, and it might very well be. <laughs> it was so good. And meanwhile, Ryan Clements buys lonesome. Like I lost another five pounds last. Look at you. Month. God, I need to fucking lose some weight. All right, number eleven. Yo, you go on the Ryan Clements diet. I'll get your ass into fucking shape. I don't want to go on the Ryan Clements diet. You don't want to look like a squirrel. You don't want to look fucking sexy. I already look like, sexy all the time. About that. All right. I'm beautiful. And I they didn't say you weren't. Saying, do you want to look even more sexy? Oh, you're asking if I don't want to suck my gut. Actually, all right, so I was on the Muni today, and I was, uh, I, I like, looked over and saw my reflection in the window. In the window. <laughs> and I was, like, just sitting there, like, you know, like, reading my iPad or whatever. And my gut is just, like, hey, and I'm, like, oh. And I, like, put my, my coat over it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Number 11. In sad news, Sony's first-party family has been hit with another closure on the heels of Big Big Studios being shut down in January. Zipper Interactive, the Sony-owned studio behind SOCOM, MAG, and Unit 13 has been shuttered. Obviously, obviously we want to give our special um, you know, kudos to Podcast Beyond uh, founders, founders, Chris Roper and Jeremy Dunham, who both worked at Zipper. Very sad. Uh, number 12. Sega has been hit with massive layoffs affecting entire divisions of the once-profitable company. Only four franchises that Sega works on have been marked as being safe. Sonic Football Manager, Total War, and Aliens. Everything else is likely to be canceled or not published by Sega. Damn! That's insane. It's, it's, cr- I'm, it's just amazing how like the end of this industry is just really getting hit. Some are some are prospering, others are just just going down. Right? Yeah, it's in- I mean it's interesting and it's weird and it, you feel bad for the people who lost their jobs or whatever. But in a way, I like to see the contraction if that makes sense and not sound assholeish. Because how many games come out from Sega? We're like, oh, that's a piece of shit. Oh my god, this Yakuza game sucks, and they haven't done anything new with it in X number of years. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at some point. There has to be, you have to you, you have to knock down the branches that are overgrown. I agree. That sounds terrible, and it probably does. One day at my branch, one day at IGN, my branch will be knocked down because I will be overgrown, and that's just the way businesses run. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we don't want anything bad to happen it, to these well, yes, people. Well, yes, exactly, and, and that's the thing. I know, but this is it's totally true. This is how the, the the industry is a business, and you know, people will hopefully people will bounce back, find new jobs, create new positions and you know just continue bigger on. and better things i just touched the mic with my stay face. strong and carry on i touched the mic with my face or keep time. calm the, 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 the yeah it's how markets work and it's going to happen there has to be winners and losers in any market there has to be so um sega's turning into one of the losers and that's that's unfortunate or whatever but really not surprising i mean we talk about it and I, I make fun of them sometimes with sonic but i mean like they don't have they, they have nothing that's relevant like really nothing so it's you know, and and uh, the one thing I take heart in is that the, the truly great Sega published games like Vanquish were actually developed by another studio, not yeah. internally. So those games will, you know, hopefully, I'm still hoping for, and, and I know people think I'm being facetious, but I still hope for a Vanquish sequel. Mm-hmm. I love, hey, dude, I'm right there with you, man. That I game sold Vanquish. well enough to get a sequel. I loved Vanquish so much. I think Vanquish is of one of the great games of the generation. Uh, number 13. <clears throat> NIS America has confirmed that it's bringing three new PlayStation 3 exclusives oh, to the yes. West. Uh, Legacista. 
Is it Mugen Souls or Mugen? Mugen Souls. Mugen and the Witch Souls. and the Hundred Knights will be all coming to PS3 within the next year. Uh, Legacy still will come to PSN this summer. Mugen Souls will come out as a retail title later this fall. And The Witch and the Hundred Knights will come out as a retail title early in 2013. Those games all look really good. Really, really, really good. BTW. Mm. This is more just per- us personally, but you know the listeners should hear our conversations as friends as well, correct? Yeah. It is a conversational podcast. I really want, next year, I want both of you guys to come. Like All three of us should come to NIS's events. Like their little gamer day things, they're so they're so much fun. That that everyone that I know that works there is super nice. They people always have a really great time at those events. It was real great for this last one. You gave me five hours notice because that was it easy was, to pull together. You know what? It was more like nine to ten hours. <laughs> oh, sorry, so, sorry. You know that was plenty. Uh, it, well, yeah, it's totally totally my oversight, but um, you know it's the kind of thing where it the, when you go to their events, it's very it's palpable how much they care, how hard they try because they are very small and there's no way they can win against the Call of Duties and even like the Final Fantasies. Yeah, which I was gonna aren't say they're not really competing Call of Duty. Yeah, I know. So, but what I'm saying is they they try so hard and they really care about their. They not only really care about us, the press, because obviously you know it's a symbiotic relationship. You know, we with the coverage we give them helps them. They really care about their consumers too. Like they want to do amazing things for them. Mm. And I really appreciate that attitude. I think it, it shows how much, how passionate and good they are. Yeah, NIS is a hardcore following. So, yeah. um, and Got it's a pretty niche, but, yeah. but people buy that shit. And, like, and Colin agrees with me. Legacista looks awesome. Yeah, that can't, that, I, that's actually one of my most anticipated games now. Like, no, like hands down. Uh, check it out on IGN. Number 14. Sega has trademarked the name. Well, this is a Sega news, and who knows how what, what happens here. Sega has trademarked the name Valkyria Duel in Japan, indicating that the company may be investigating continuing its PlayStation exclusive strategy RPG franchise in the future. Whether or not these plans are affected by Sega's serious financial troubles remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. I love Valkyria. Wish they would do something. I want uh, Valkyria three to come out. I think that. Well, I think that that's not going to happen. Uh, number f- number fifteen. First of all, let's just talk about you know real, real, talk? real, real talk about real talk. about some poor Sega decisions. Putting Valkyria Chronicles on PSP was a fucking huge mistake. Sure. Well, I thought they were just trying to cut costs because it's cheaper to develop on the PSP. Yeah, but not, no one and, yeah, and, why, and but why but make, no one's going to uh, buy that yeah. game here. You know, Valkyria two obviously didn't sell well, or Valkyria three would have been here. Um, and yep. obviously those games sold well in Japan, but that's fifteen percent of the market. They should have kept that series on PS three. Put trophies on. That was, yeah, and, and obviously, tro- and little things like tr- patching trophies, Valkyria Chronicles would have sold more copies, but whatever. Number 15, the Nintendo 3DS is still trouncing the PlayStation Vita in Japan. During the week of March 26th, 3DS outsold Vita in Japan by over 10 to 1. Uh, only one PlayStation Vita game during that week, New Little King Story, charted on the top 20 games sold list coming in at 19. Ben Austin is- writes into Beyond at IGN.com, says Beyond. Beyond. Hey, Greg, Colin, Ryan. Just wondering, with the 3DS outselling Vita 10 to 1, what are your predictions for when the Vita will drop its price? Soon, very soon. Yeah, you think uh, it'll be an E three announcement or before E three? I would say no later than E three. Yeah, I think that would be a huge mistake not to drop the price like ASAP. Yeah, but we'll see. God, that sucks. I feel bad for them, but you know, they, they have should, no games. They should, they should market it better. There are no games in Japan. There are plenty of games, and they're good games. Escape Plan's good. Uh, Uncharted's good, etc. And so on. But they have no Japanese centric game that can compete with the likes of Kid Icarus that's coming out. You know, or Monster Hunter or Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Like those are games that are pushing three S. Um, recently, yeah, and Kingdom Hearts and Theat Rhythm are uh, both coming this way. I think in June, I want to say, yeah, or July. I forgot. I do. we uh, check IGN.com. That release date is there. IGN.com. And number sixteen is the last one. Resistance Burning Skies multiplayer details have been revealed, albeit accidentally. Vita's iteration of Resistance will include competitive eight-player online multiplayer across six unique maps and three modes. The modes will all be played over Wi-Fi. Yay! 
That's exciting. Woo. Yeah, People cool. have been looking for a first-person shooter. I, I remember that, and we couldn't really break it down, but I remember when they showed break like a, a they showed like a Vita sizzle reel, maybe at Gamescom. It was at some point, and it showed Resistance. Uh, it showed Burning Skies multiplayer for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like there were there were like names over people's heads and stuff like that, and it was like real quick, and people were like, "Oh, obviously it's multiplayer," but I don't think we can get Sony to comment on it. Nice and, they, and they pulled this one down, I think. Right? So no, I don't think they did. Oh, it they was did. up on their official site. I think it's kind of like I think they knew it was coming. They just, it was one of those things like you know, there's so many wheels in motion for a game that you're just like, oh, well, that's up now. No right. deal. Because we'll it that... wasn't a big secret, and they, they said they they when I asked them about it, they said, oh yeah, well we've been we've said forever that's gonna have multiplayer. No, I'm like, you did. Yeah, I think Definitely they changed not. their uh, press release a little mm. bit. Uh, um, but that's how it happens. You change your fact sheets as you evolve. Nihilistic, please, 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 no multiplayer trophies, please. Or easy ones. Play a game. Yeah. We we'll do this. They're not gonna win do a that, conquest map. I have a bad feeling about oh, okay. this. Okay. I have a bad feeling about this. That's it. All right. All right. Well, a good show. we've been rec- we've been recording for forty five minutes. It's another already. fat old show. Everybody and you know what? Fat I love show. fat old shows. You know, maybe we should, should we throw in uh, those tester interviews? Guys? Sure, why think? not? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the tester season three has been going on hot and heavy for quite some time now, and uh, the finale was this week on the PlayStation Network. You can watch it on YouTube too. We'll embed it in this article if we remember. And uh, so you got the final three. That means two of them's got to lose. Here are the two losers. Ryan, I'd really appreciate it if you were just calm, dead quiet during this interview. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I'll just let you guys handle this. Thanks. That's right, Colin. We're here with two more losers from the tester. <laughs> That's the, the, the two final losers. Okay. It's, uh, it's Christy Pride. Hello, Christy. Hey. And uh, Reality Pales. Beyond. Beyond. That's what I'm See, and that's about. why we were pulling. Now, reality pales. I want to. We have to. Say? We have to address something. Reality pales off the bat is that oh, you, you. You got. You, for some reason, in the edit of the episode I was on, where you scream beyond, they edited it in a way that made it look like Achilles might also didn't scream beyond. So everyone on the internet was pulling for you because you're a Beyond fan. But then that damn Achilles might. Everyone Mike, on the internet. Everyone on the internet. Every Beyond fan on the internet. <laughs> So I, yeah, I saw that he did. I can I can vouch for uh, Achilles. He did say Beyond. Now, of course, Christy Pride, you did not say Beyond because you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? I hear you. I hear you're talking to Andy Burt over here, telling him you're a big Beyond fan. Couldn't even say Beyond when I was there, huh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the worst podcast ever. Oh, okay. Well, we knew that coming in. Some reason they were the biggest though. Just keep buying up the little podcast, Colin. That's I how you do you it. You gotta buy them up. Uh, Christy, we're already talking to you. So tell me a little bit about uh, losing here in the finale. What did that feel like? Uh, you know, it, it honestly, like in me, uh, reality and Achilles have talked about it numerous times. Like it wasn't even that bad. Um, the only part that kind of sucks is how close I was. It was really just a matter of seconds. It was a, like a matter of seconds between who could press the X button quicker to finish their last mission so um you know getting that close kind of sucks but like achilles is a great dude and i'm super happy for him so like i couldn't even be that bummed out yeah uh, is one of those things i mean in the so that you're not one of these but we've had i don't know if you've been listening well i know you haven't christy you don't care you don't give a shit about this podcast i know <laughs> i know reality pales knows all about it but the other people we've had on a lot of them have had deep regret <laughs> for ever doing the tester do either of you feel that way um deep regret yeah yeah totally yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, it was great. <laughs> really? Yeah, what about you? I, I don't know. Yeah, you had a blast. Who, who regrets it? 
Um, who was it? I don't even, well, see, that's the problem. I was only on it your show, so I only remember people. your four names. <laughs> Everybody else kind of runs together. I think I don't, Quaja wasn't too happy with it, I don't, if I remember correctly. And then uh, uh, Skyden, she definitely was. She, she was outside of school with a cookie, though. No one could understand what the hell she was saying. Ego Raptor definitely wasn't happy in the end. Yeah. But they're all bitter because they didn't get far. Look at you guys, internet celebrities. Yeah, well, I think it's different because, you know, when you're there longer, obviously you get to have the experience longer, so you have, you're have you you're more appreciative towards it. Nice. Uh, Reality Pals, yeah, what about, what I, about I you? I was pretty bummed, too, if I got out early. Because one of the things that I really loved, I mean, probably the best thing other than being able to hang out with Christy and Achilles to the end was getting to see all these people that I've really looked up to for years. I mean, I got to meet Game Over Greggy. I get to meet Dylan Job. Game Over Greggy and I mean, Dylan really Job. Colin, you pointed out the other, the other day we were looking at all the behind-the-scenes YouTube videos or whatever for the tester, and I had some ridiculous count of views on mine, and all these people who make games and actually have, like, skills and not, not as many views. It's a sad state of affairs, it is. Colin. It is. Well, that's one way of looking at it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right, so what was, the, what was your favorite game you guys got to see? Um, for me, hands down, I'm a big Japan Studio fan, and when I got to play Gravity Rush, I was really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Gravity Rush was great. I probably, I mean, if we're talking about PlayStation Vita, I'd probably go with Sound Shape. That was really cool. Yeah, um, that was actually but, pretty fun. Yeah, but if we're talking about you know a PS3 game, maybe I, I had a lot of fun playing Twisted Metal. Just that that boss battle that we played. That was, yeah, that was, yeah. That was a lot of fun. I played a lot of uh, you know Infamous. I, was... <laughs> I don't know what that was. But that you was yourself. I don't know what that was. <laughs> This is anyway. Uh, reality. Uh, so you got this reputation on the shows and know it all, especially in the way they presented it. Are you like that in real life? Are you are you cocky to a fault? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. Uh, you know, I've thought about it, and as much as I wish I could blame it on like poor editing, that's just simply not the case. That's just how I was, I guess. And I, you know, watching the show, and it's kind of embarrassing because I watch it with my family, and I look like a dick in front of my family. <laughs> But I, I guess that's how I am. But the only thing that I could really chalk it up to is, you know, when I when I actually got there and I, I saw all these people in the van, I you know, I remembered them through the casting process. I remember Christy. She was I, – I actually thought – I didn't think Christy was a real person. I thought it was some dude hiding behind that profile. Like, she is too photogenic to be a real person. And there she was. So that kind of threw me away. And, that, and then there's Achilles, who's this escort for VIPs overseas. And then there's uh, Nicole Dorner, who is Asuka on the show. She's kind of like a, almost like a real-life superhero. By day, she works in a lab, and then by night, she's doing roller derby. I mean, these are really eccentric, crazy people. And it kind of intimidated me. So yeah, I you're some myself, wiry nerd. Okay. <laughs> yeah, why, what, what do I possibly, like, what, why did they select me? So I, I, I think I just kind of inadvertently fell back on this. Uh, cocky persona because the only thing that I felt comfortable with was kind of like this knowledge of the industry like the back of my hand so I, I guess that that's really my only explanation for it to be honest but that's all I got. It's, it's, if, I, if I may say, because I only watched a couple of episodes of the show with Greg because uh, I was too busy eating and sleeping and doing other things, uh, that I, I kept saying to Greg is I feel like Reality Pales is going to be the guy that I'm going to be harassing for assets because <laughs> like, 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 like I harass Will Powers right now because I feel like uh, that knowledge kind of came through as something that I thought was going to be the most valuable thing that they saw, but apparently 
that wasn't the case. No, they got hung up on good looks. That's that's the biggest crime of the Tester season three. Is that no 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 video game nerds won. Some video game freaking Chippendales dancer Achilles might won. <laughs> a guy could do whatever he wants. Star in movies, be an army sergeant. No, he wants to come steal the jobs. Steal jobs from Santa Monica Studios. <laughs> well, think about. The thing about Achilles, though, and I'm gonna, I have to try to think of a way to say this in the most heterosexual way possible, but he really is, like, the quintessential human being. He, he like, <laughs> has this really, like, incredible knowledge regarding the industry, just like Christy and I do, but at the same time, he improves on everything that, you know, I don't exactly, I wouldn't be able to bring to the table. He's, I think everybody kind of unanimously said that I was kind of juvenile and immature. Achilles is. Um, I, he's just, he's a... The better man won, basically. Oh, that's interesting. Great that's what, that's how Greg. That's what. Really that's what Greg often says about me, which is weird. That the better man won, <laughs> and that's why I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Well, I flipped. Well, shit. So that's not what I meant. All right. Uh, what do you guys do in real life? Like for people out there who only know you now as these people on the tester. What, what are you doing right now? Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I work at night. I'm just a bartender. Um, I only work a couple nights a week. And when I'm not working, I'm usually writing or playing video games or riding my bike. I'm pretty boring, honestly. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm kind of similar. I just, uh, yeah, I go to school. I ride my bike to and from. Uh, and then when I'm at home, I play a lot of video games. Sometimes I upload it to YouTube. Oh, and maybe I break a couple NDAs along the way. Like yeah. I did with Infamous too. That's what you do. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, before we go, uh, I follow you both on Twitter. We're, we're becoming fast internet friends. Uh, Christy, what the fuck happened the other week when you broke your hand on an intruder's face? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I was not expecting you to bring this up. Uh, well, long, long story short, a crackhead was trying to break into my neighbor's apartment because I have some shady neighbors. And he got he was so, like, cracked out of his mind that he thought... Like, he was breaking into the wrong apartment, basically, and I kept telling him to leave, and I kept trying to shut my door, and he kept pulling it open and then just started, like, attacking me, and, you know, I'm a girl. I live alone um, in my own apartment, and I always answer the door with a knife, and I have a concealed weapons permit. Like, this is a wrong house to break into, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... Basically, what happened is he, he started attacking me, and I punched him six times in the face, broke my finger, and then eventually had to end up stabbing him. <laughs> Fucking badass. That's awesome. Oh Sorry that happened to you, but yeah, you're, you know, yeah. as That's if the story. tattoos and stuff weren't cool enough. You're only getting cooler in the eyes of everybody else. Uh, before we let you guys go and get back to stabbing people and going to school, uh, Colin Moriarty likes to quiz all the testers, and I'll let you know, none of the testers have done well in this test. Yeah, so it seems, oh, no. like, it seems like you guys are actually, you're actually, one of you already kind of, in a roundabout way, answered this question. Uh, but I ask, I like to ask the testers, uh, the tester contestants, what their favorite first-party studio is at Sony. Now, before you answer the question, I want you to know that no one that was on the tester that I've asked this to could actually answer the question, which is fucking Embarrassing. Oh, this is the oh, easiest. This so, is the <laughs> easiest question. All right, so both of you answer the question, please. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I would have to say probably Sucker Punch, um, just because yeah. I, I actually I really love the Infamous series so much, and I actually really am a big Sly Cooper fan. Um, and like I said, Japan Studio I love a lot. Um, you know, Ico, Gravity Rush, uh, the White Knight Chronicles, um, and I, I'm really really falling in love with that game company too. Okay. I can take those answers. That okay. company's technically second party, but but you answer, but you did answer the first two the first two questions correctly, which I appreciate. That's the very Greg. That is the first I know. time. Can reality follow followed up? <laughs> okay, yeah, is he going to do Copernicus Quark and just correct everything she just said? <laughs> 
He's just gonna start listing you every studio in alphabetical order. Go for it, Reality. Uh, that is a tough question. I would also say Sucker Punch just for sentimental value because they just hate me because I broke NDA for the beta for Infinite 2, and that's how the reality pales <laughs> established itself. But uh, other than that, I'm a huge fan of the European studios. I really like Evolution. I think they're kind of underrated, and I think the Motorstorm series is, is really phenomenal. And also uh, Gorilla, I really like them, and Media mm-hmm. Molecule. Nice. Real answers, yeah. Greg, for there the you first go. time I ever. Told, it's like I said in my episode that they were down to the... When you get to the final four, you get the good kids, and then you got one bad one. That's Sky Diddy. You just spit and gibber. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a horrible guy. <laughs> no, Sky Diddy's an awesome dude. He, did, he said, yeah, he said yeah, Insomniac yeah. was his favorite, which is, a, which is not... Close. Good, it's close, but no cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, Reality Pals. Christy Pratt, I'm sorry you had to be losers, but you are genuinely good people. Uh, do you want to plug anything before I hang up on you? Well, uh, I consider winner because I got to be snuggled by Game Over Greggy. You so did get to be snuggled by Game Over Greggy. <laughs> yeah, cool brag, reality. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he could talk about, by the way. The rest of the fucking episodes we were filming. Yeah, it was a big deal for both of us. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that was great. All right. You guys are good. Thank you. Okay, awesome. See ya. Give me a beyond. Right. Beyond. 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 Oh, I tell you, these kids—they <laughs> know what they're doing. Man, we're back. Man, I tell you. Those Good job being quiet. Good job being oh, quiet. No, right? Yeah, no problem. Woo. Yeah. Man, it is nice to speak again. Yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, I, I like them both. I like them both. Yeah. And they can answer my question finally. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how many tweets I got about people thinking that that was funny that some of these people cannot <laughs> answer a question like that. Yeah. And they're about supposed it. to be PlayStation fans. Mm-hmm. But these were obviously real PlayStation fans, and so that was well, nice to be able to talk. Christy Pride just reviewed Journey last, la- like last night. Uh, that'd be Wednesday night on her blog. So Google that and go read that. I think it's ChristyPride.com. Christy Pride. Christy Pride. Now what? This is going to be a really ignorant and dumb question. Uh-huh. So apologies in advance. Yeah. Christy Pride, any part of that her real name? I don't know. Okay. I don't know their real names because I just know the show. It's just Christy Pride sounds like it could also be a real name. Well, I, I, as well I would, as a, I would think well her first alias. name's Christy. Okay. Or something like that. Christine. Maybe. Christoph. Christoph. Her name's Christoph. Yeah. I said a possible name. <laughs> I'm just saying possible names. I don't... Uh, yeah, right. I'm just curious. Well, that was great, but the problem was that neither of them mentioned what's going on at the Grom and Pop shop. Ah, the Grom and Pop. If I wanted to know what Grom games came to retail stores this week, where would I go, Colin? You go to the official IGN list of overcoming PlayStation software on all your platforms by the IGN editors. Grom and Pop! So nothing came to PSP, nothing came to Vita. Technically nothing came to PS3 either, although Devil May Cry HD is available this week. It was supposed to be available this week, but it actually came out last week. Gotcha. They broke street dates, right? Yeah. That was the deal. Hmm. That's Good it. What, what what about the digital Grom and Pop? Digital Grom and Pops. There's a bunch of stuff. Hey, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, uh, this week a lot of free games available to you, including Shank 2, Shift 2 Unleashed, Cannabalt, Farm Frenzy 2, and Silent Hill. We'll talk about Cannabalt in a second. Will we? Yeah. Oh. Let's keep moving on to move on. All right, PSN games available this week, including the aforementioned Wheels of Destruction, a car combat game. That uh, apparently has never heard of Twisted Metal. I kid, but I don't know because I'm pretty sure be- it has heard because of it. Colin didn't uh, didn't seem like you liked it very much. Also, no, I played it for a little bit. It was uh, it was eh. Mm-hmm. The Price Is Right decades. I'm, Com- gonna, I'm actually gonna buy that, but 
Come on down and take a trip back to memory it, lane with know, the Price is Right decades. Is that the? Is that the? Yeah, the there's some. Yeah, there's. Is some there any? Is there, there any details in there about a host? Is it Drew Carey? Is it Bob Barker? Is it no, there's not. There's not gonna be any host. Lane. Doesn't say. Th- those games don't have. Just any says it's nine ninety nine. Also, I am alive for fourteen ninety nine digitally. Gave it a available. four out of five on Xbox, and I haven't seen a reason to change that score yet on PS3. So, all right, oh, tight, everybody. And then stand by, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by for some turning of part paper of a giant pages. assuming control. Assuming control. As I wanted to say before, Cannabalt. It's a PlayStation Mini now, for three dollars. Still very way too pricey. But with that said, this is a game that really made those. Made the rounds. Me, I want to say it was like over a year ago, maybe even like two or so years ago, maybe even more than that. Maybe five uh, years ago. Maybe five to twenty years ago. Maybe Miyamoto created <laughs> this before Super Mario. But Cannibal was a really popular Flash game where it was basically one button gameplay. All you do is you press to jump, and otherwise you're you're this guy running along rooftops. And you try and survive for as long as you can. Uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. Do you guys ever play it? No. Okay, it's good. But uh, anyway, I would recommend just playing the free version unless this is somehow really, really amazingly different, and I don't know for sure. Hmm. Also, Farm Frenzy 2, a mini, for $5. Jumping back, though, i got to download that shank, too. No, uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, every I know time, you eyeing me about it. I forgot to do it. Yeah, every time, I play, every time games aren't play, free on PlayStation Plus, I just go to download them, add them to my download list, and don't actually put them on my console. Then later, you can just download them whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's how you do it. I do that like every week. Yeah. So. Um, and that's it, Greg. All right. Uh, no, no real topic of the week, is there? Your new segment left out PS4 specs that we broke yesterday. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But it, but then again, we're not tech fetish. No, I don't know. So, I mean, I like, what no do you, I, it's got a processor and it sounds cool. I don't know. Yeah, so we, on? on IGN, we have an exclusive story about PS4 specs uh, from a trusted source. Trusted source. Uh, and, is it uh, Jeff Rubenstein? Yes. <laughs> and you can, it's his wife making the minis. <laughs> and, you can, uh, and you can read about that on IGN PlayStation. PlayStation. Um, so let's jump to reader mail. Okay. Cool. We've been, we've, been, we've been shoving it in as we go. Just getting it in wherever we could. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, getting fuck. A back alley. Fuck, man. Bathroom. We don't care. We'll get it in. Uh, starting <laughs> with Ian here. Ian says, all of these PlayStation 4 rumors have got me thinking about the future of my very lively PS3. How long do you guys think it will conti- you will continue to play your PS3 after the le- release of PS4? Uh, I think it's a hard question answering it. We don't, we don't know much. You know what I mean? Like, what if PS4 has an awesome lineup and PS3 games stop coming out or... That's the thing, you know what I mean? Like when my when when the PS3 came out, I played my PS2 for quite a while afterwards. Like there were still good games coming to it, a lot of good stuff happening. So I was it was slow to roll over to it. It all depends. Every, everything depends on backwards compatibility, especially and which is something I don't really care about. But I mean that, that will definitely keep me. playing But if you can still play your PS3 games, yeah, I mean I, the PS3 stuff. I don't know. Like like Greg said, it really it depends on everything. It depends on Sony's strategy if they just want to stop making PS3 games and force everyone to go over to PS4, which I think might be wise but maybe not i don't know i don't know there it, it's unexpected I, I don't know we're not gonna have ps4 for a long time so i'm not worried about it sound all right to you comments he yeah. just shrugs i'm i don't know okay. i i, I kind of i actually kind of dread these these moments in the cycle when i know that i'm gonna eventually be encouraged to buy a new platform and i just i just had built that pc so i don't want to like put all that money in again we're not quite there yet though i know but you won't you, you won't be able what? to buy it for a year and a half at least all right well i guess that's good i mean you got plenty yeah. of time to save. I got time. Save some money. Uh, too bad you're not on the PlayStation team. You can get it for free. Get uh, it, get it, be, you have to use it for work. I'm not worried about it. Not anymore, though. No. Matt from New Zealand writes in, Hey, Beyond Crew. What uh, the fuck? No. There's a new biopic <laughs> about Steve Jobs coming out. Haven't they seen Pirates of Silicon Valley? No remake needed. Yeah, I agreed. 
totally 100% agreed I tweeted about that it's a, it's a travesty I know and the, well, what's more upsetting is they're not using Noah Wiley they're putting Ashton Kutcher in it you're stealing from us everybody <laughs> go to Netflix you can't watch it instantly da- request the disc for Pirates of Silicon Valley watch that and then look at any young photo of Steve Jobs and Noah Wiley looks disturbingly like Steve Jobs yeah he does so they should have just recast Noah Wiley, but I'm sure he's busy with Falling Skies. You're talking like that about Steve. The man that feeds you. Steve. Steve. Yeah, he is busy with Falling Skies, which is a fine television program. A program? Um, we have a quick fire from Josh Merchant here. However, Josh didn't assign the quick fires. So, Clements, one, two, or three? Uh, two. Two. You said last week Dust 514 will be free to play. Does that mean it will have no trophies? Other PSN games with the same free-to-play model usually have no trophies, unless you pay for a subscription or something. Oh, fuck. Um, All right, I'll take two. All right, uh, yeah, what will probably happen is, yes, there will be, you will not earn trophies unless you buy whatever pack or whatever, whatever subscription kind of thing works for 514. Because we have seen that before in DC Universe Online and Free Realms, that yes, the free version has no trophies. Sony, or uh, the developers behind those games, Sony Online Entertainment, when I asked them about it, said that, yeah, the model of PSN is to get tro- to, earn, to earn trophies, you have to be a, in some kind of way invested in it. So, there's your answer. Yeah. I'd imagine Dust 514's name. I'm not 100% sure, though, on like wh- how the Dust 514 transaction marketplace works. That's the thing, is there's no subscription... So maybe but you, you, do have buy to, you can buy stuff in the game. Right? You can buy stuff in the game. So maybe like the first time you buy like a, a you know, money, um, a certain amount of digital currency, mm-hmm. it'll give you. That's the thing. They're breaking new ground with this. So maybe that is an antiquated way of looking at it. Yeah. I mean, you figure before Free Realms and DC Universe Online had a subscription in some way. So maybe the fact that this one doesn't have that option changes it. Yeah. Yes. Who yes. knows? Who knows? Yes. All right. Uh, what do you want? You want one or two? One. One. Other than the cabinet full of games, which I'm totally jealous of, what's another IGN perk you enjoy? I think, I mean, honestly, I think one of the great perks of working here is uh, all the off-the-record stuff we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we have great access to awesome PR people and awesome publishers and awesome developers and, and you know, this awesome symbiotic trust that we've developed with a lot of people and they trust us. And so the things we are privy to, I think, is actually, I think, the, even greater than than the free games perk to be honest with you mm-hmm. it's like definitely one of my favorite parts of being in the industry mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys mm-hmm. agree with that but i would i would have to say uh travel actually there's yeah. no way in pretty much in most other jobs that i might have i would never be able to travel to all the places i have so far yeah so i feel lucky even if point. even if i were to never travel again the all the experiences i've racked up in my almost five years here like with colin and i starting on the same day yeah mm. Uh, mm. It's amazing. I feel uh, very thankful for that, right. especially Japan multiple times. Yeah, which would have, cool. I would have probably never been able to afford by myself. Cool. What do you think, Greg? It's my answer is lame. I mean, it's I mean, it's I don't know the job itself. I still look at IGN as a vacation. Like I still come in every day and work with my best friends and write about video games. Like okay, like, even on a bad day, it's like fuck. I don't want to take this demo. You have to be like, well, fuck off. Yeah, this really. Job, this job is full. You don't want to go see Game X? Fuck off. This job's full of perks, and it's yes. it's awesome. We're totally, absolutely blessed. I would never, ever in a million years deny that. I would also never deny that I worked really hard to get here. But I, oh yeah, totally, I, but, totally. But uh, it's it's an absolute blessing. There's no doubt about that. Word yes. agreed. Number three. I've been pondering this for a while. With the complete absence of the Xbox 360 in Japan due to crap sales, what does that mean for Durango or 720 in the next generation? With a complete absence of the system in Japan, is PlayStation 4 poised to dominate in Japan once again? Another question, you know, we can't, you can't, you, Josh, we can't sit there and say, well, for sure, blah, blah, blah. I mean, look at Vita, right? 
I think people would have said, oh, yeah, Vita's going to do fucking awesome in Japan. Look at how well the PSP sold. And, yada. and then it came out, and Nintendo had a great lineup against it, and nobody's bought Vita since then. So maybe the PlayStation 4 comes out, and the same thing happens. Yeah, it could be. I, I don't think that – I honestly don't think X, Durango, or whatever they're going to call it, is going to be a, a, a anything in Japan. I, I, no, I, I can see that. I, I, mean, I, think that it, I think PS4 will be fine in Japan. I, think, I don't think that – I think its competition has come from Wii U, not from – you know, in the no. console space, not from like Microsoft, I think kind of threw in the towel. I don't know if they, I don't know if they want to try again. When you look at the sales charts, um, PS3 outsells Xbox 360 every week in Japan, something like twenty to one. So that's significant. I mean, that's like not even worth being in that market if that's the way they're. Do you think they just gonna... won't even localize it for that market? I don't know. I mean, no, like they will. I don't know, man. I mean. This is what I think about with Japan. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer at first, but that that market isn't only really small; it's shrinking. And like Microsoft obviously doesn't need them because they're still beating PlayStation Three in only two markets, you know. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to Japan, like P- the only reason it's PS3 is as close as it is to 360 is because of Japan. True, true. If you were to remove Japanese sales to the tune of, it's probably like 100, 150,000 PS3s a, a month there. Then PS3 would be way far behind 360 worldwide. If you were just to compare them in the two markets, like PS3 is winning in Europe, but PS3 is getting killed in North America. If you look at the numbers, it's like not even close. It's like it's probably like 10 plus million units mm-hmm. behind. Um, like insurmountable amount of units. So there we'll you see. go. And James from South Dakota writes into beyond at IGN.com, just like you can. Don't tweet us asking what the email address is. Uh, the Vita's advertising, which plays before up at noon on IGN start, implies that you can always take your game on the go, transferring from PS3 to the handheld. However, this is available for only a select few games. This seems to be a live omission, and it surprises me that they're pushing this aspect as a major selling point of the system. Is Sony working to correct these problems with the Vita? When they do, I'll buy one. Well, James, that's, I mean, that's a loaded question. Like, the, first off, they're advertising with MLB The Show, yeah, which is totally the way. I think it's ga- games going forward that are doing it, right? Like, Warriors Layer, and then knock on wood, Madden. Like, we haven't heard anything. We know there's a Madden 4 Vita. I mean, if they do that with Madden, that's a huge deal, I think, to be able to oh, oh, yeah. take your season on the road. Because, like, the show is popular, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But Madden is huge. Madden's this, like, day, right? Madden day when it comes out. So if you could do that and take it to work and do everything and plan your lunch break and come back and re-upload, I think that's a big deal. Yeah, and I think they will do that. It better. And, and I, I wanna... what's interesting, because I'm sorry to no, cut no, you no, off. No, no, no. When I went a long time ago to, a P- when PSP Go had just come out, I went to a dinner with some other journalists and a whole bunch of representatives from other things. And we sat around and talked about the PlayStation Portable. And that was... Well, I mean, whenever the Go came out, two years ago, three years ago, and there was an EA guy there, and I asked him about that, you know, like, why why can't I do this? And he's like, we look to do it in the game that just came out, but it just fell apart, but down the line, we're going to do it. It never happened for the PSP, so the hope would be that, yeah, they were totally ready from the get-go with Vita, let's do it. Yeah, they probably, EA probably had Vita for two plus years, so, I mean, they, they, I'm sure that that's what the plan was the entire time. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, there are more, I mean, MotorStorm, Wipeout has complete crossplay. Um, and I, I assume, and I, I don't know if this is going to be true or not, but I, I bet you anything that there's going to be some functionality between Call of Duty on Vita and Call of Duty on PS3. Mm. Another big one, yeah. Yeah, that'd, mm. be, that'd be really... Nom, nom, that'd nom, be nom. another big one. Nom, nom, nom. That'd be huge. And I'm sure that Sony's trying to do that. Okay, stop making that noise. Why? I don't like that noise okay. at all. Yeah. All right, final, final question. Not even really a question. It's hit of the week request. Mm. I, can, of course, can't validate David O'Leary's question here, or e- email, but it, it touched me, so okay. I put it up. David O'Leary writes in, Hey, Beyond Crew, my wife and I recently lost our jobs and can't afford to get our son the Vita he wants for his birthday on April 6th. But I know a shout-out would mean a lot to him. His name is Jesse O'Leary, PSN, Little Lock 619. Little Lock, like a lock and key, 619. Oh, I thought it was going to be Lock with an E, like, uh, like lock John Lock? Six, no, cool. like Final All right, John Lock. Uh, so yeah, happy birthday, that, Jesse happy birthday. O'Leary. Yeah, 
um, enjoy all the PSN requests. Little lock 619. Everybody, everybody, even if you're not going to friend request them, send them a happy birthday. Yeah. From happy your birthday. pals at Podcast Beyond. There you go. Also, speaking of John Locke. Yeah. Greg, I would like to point out, when I saw you on the Muni the other day. Yeah. The John Locke clone was standing right next to you. Why didn't you tell me? No. I, I thought you saw him. I he, was, was, he was literally standing next to your and seat. tweeting and stuff. I didn't, yeah, I it was hysterical. On. You know the guy I'm talking about, right? The guy that looks exactly like John Locke. I know you've like talked Locke. about him yes. before. I've never seen him with my own yeah. eyes. Oh, Maybe he's scary. just a figment of your imagination. Maybe he's your smoke monster. I guess that's possible. That was my attempt at the lost noise. <laughs> Good Ladies job. and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond episode 234. Thank you to Christy Pride and Reality Pales for coming on, and Andy Burt for sitting there quietly and uh, watching us interview them. Mm. Thank you both for joining me. It's been a lovely time today. Absolutely. Had some time travel talk. Yeah, that, that, I really liked our space Had talk. Had some wing actually. talk. We're all, we're all set. I'm hungry right now. Yeah, me too. The wing talk was a bad idea because it made, made me hungry. Yeah. Uh, remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. Remember that Podcast Beyond is all fun and games, but what pays the bills and keeps the mics on is IGN.com. So go to IGN.com for news and reviews and videos and whatnots. And tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the show, yes. Spread the word of Beyond. Uh, even if, you know, you tweet about it, then actually tell people. When you actually see people who play video games and talk to them, ask them if they've heard of our show. Would it help if they were wearing a Beyond shirt, Greg? It would, and you can get your own Beyond shirt at it's go.ign.com slash IGN store. We have Beyond shirts in men and women's sizes. Remember, if you take a photo of it to email beyond.ign.com, we'll print you out and put you on the pillar. A lot of people have been tweeting. That's awesome. However, I, you know, I tweet a lot on the road, so I don't have the ability to then... Well, I, I do, but I'm really lazy. I don't want to email myself. <laughs> email the picture at beyond.ign.com. We'll get you on the pillar with your name. It will never really matter to you, except if you come to First Friday, then you'll see it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the dream would be that when we do Podcast Beyond 300 in the IGN lunchroom, everyone in that room has a Podcast Beyond shirt yeah, of some yeah. kind. Right, Colin? Mm-hmm. That would be Follow awesome. us on Twitter, IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Ryan is Pwam Cider. Colin, he just happens to be no taxation. Uh, go to my Facebook page and like me, too. Facebook.com slash Game Over Greggy. I have like 32,000 Twitter followers and like 7,000 likes. I look like a fucking joke up there. You're not helping. <laughs> Ryan, take me home. Sounds good, buddy. We always end the show with a song. Today is no different. If you'd like to send a song of your band, a friend's band, a little musical project you did, or you just singing and Something you stole. Time, something yeah. you just stole off Maybe of a record. Maybe not something you stole. Uh, send it to beyond at IGN.com. Attach, it, uh, attach an MP3 to the message and give me the deets. Just like Gary did. Gary writes. Beyond from San Diego. Been a long time IGN reader and Beyond listener. Uh, the current Beyond trio is definitely the best the podcast has ever been. No disrespect to Roper or Haynes, of course. Suck it, Sam Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> My band, Strike the Design, has just released our album this week, and it would mean so much if we could share a track from it with the rest of the Beyond Nation. This recording was a labor of love, etc. The song is called Shift Paradigm and is the second track off our self-titled album. Can be found on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, etc. Uh, Strike the Design, again, is the name of the album and the group. Self-titled album. Good, I got that right. Anyway, I had the awesome opportunity to drink a ton of beers and party with Greg, Naomi, Damon, and Hillary at the Comic-Con after party at the local last year. Any chance Clements and Colin will be going down for one, this one? 
I don't know. To be, you're the schedule planner yep, guy so now. We'll what? TBD. <laughs> Colin was at Comic Con, but he just came and went. Yep. Fart I, in the I, wind. I was. I was a gone. A as fart in a blazer. As, yeah. Fart in a blazer at a resistance panel. <laughs> this is. Uh, thank you, Gary. Peace, love, and beyond. This is uh, Strike the Designs Shift Paradigm. Not to be confused with Paradigm Shift from Final Fantasy <laughs> 13. Beyond. Beyond. Mitt Romney 2012. Ah, Jesus. Once you listen to Rachel. Yeah.